And we are recording. All right, good sir. So uh, this is gonna be this is gonna be the first one. It's gonna, yeah. it's gonna be the first the first podcast video type of thingy doodle blah blah blah. Uh, who we have here is Mike Nificent. Did I say that correctly? Magnificent, yeah. Magnificent, yeah. yo, my guy. Tell us what's going on. Tell us what's what's the deal. Man, I'm magnificent. Man, I'm uh, I'm glad to finally get on your podcast. I know when we met in DC a few years ago, I'm like, man, we got to collaborate. And then a couple yeah. years go by, and here we are. So I'm happy to be on this uh, podcast with you, man. I'm just I'm just over here just watching the insanity happen. I've been a fan of your channel from the beginning, man. You're one of the first black uh, conservative YouTubers that I found, and then. Uh, you inspired me to start my own channel, and I, I've just—I haven't looked back. It's been a blast, man. But you know what's so funny is people compare me to you. They're always like, "I've seen you before." Like I've even run into people in public. They're like, "Aren't you like amazing something?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Lucas, I'm like that's a compliment." But come on, man, black, we don't all look. You know alike. how we, we all look alike, especially light skin folk. They're like, "Right, we all look alike." Goes, Are you Will Smith? No, that's 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 not me. That's <laughs> I know. Kevin you never Hart, get Idris it? Elba, do you? Never get Idris Elba. It's like no, you know, right, always- right. It's crazy. It's crazy. But I mean, it. We got the backwards hat. I mean, we're collaborating, wearing the black shirts and everything. It's whatever, you know. They just it think is- we all look alike. <laughs> but what's going? What 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 do you think about what's going on right now in the world? I think that it's only going to get crazier. I I did a video earlier today just talking about how people are so openly against America, like. You could take the whole, like, should Trump have done this or not out of it and just look at the reaction to it. Just the literal reaction is just, well, Trump did it, so it's wrong, and I'm against it, and I side with Iran. I'm apologizing. They always have to take the extreme opposite position, and it just looks real tacky, you know, and I'm, I'm just fed up with it, especially from, like, the blue check mark mafia. They're always lecturing us on what you should and shouldn't do and don't do what I do. If I want to drive a car and fly in a private jet, I'm going to do it, but I'm going to tell you not to take that flight on Delta to go see your family. You know, I'm just tired of all of it. And just seeing the reaction to this whole Iran conundrum is just, it's crazy. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's grown so big in such a short period of time that it's hard to like reel it in and attack it from any real angle. I just had to finally jump in after hearing so many people saying World War Three and this is dangerous and the retaliation and then the bounty. And I don't know if you heard about what uh, what's his name? George Lopez said it just. Oh, that was, recent. That was pretty recent. Didn't he say, yo, we'll do it for less or we'll do it for. <laughs> yeah, he said, I'll do it for half. So that's pretty much what I was saying in the video. I'm like, man, he must really be hurting. <laughs> I'll do it for half. Right. Uh, so good. You have any spicy takes? Like anything that goes against the grain? You know, I know you I, do. Don't lie. I mean, <laughs> as, as far as this goes, I really, honestly, this is one of the first times where I had to actually think. I'm like, I mean, I'm not for war at all. I'm not gonna get on that whole train of yeah, let's let's bomb Iran. Like you know how the Ben Shapiro's of the world, they want war badly. I, yeah, I feel like there's a certain group that is just like, yeah, let's do this. Let's show them who we are. I'm just like, bruh. You say that because you're not going to be, your foot isn't going to be on the battlefield. That's why. Right. I think it's very easy to cheer from, you know, the comfort of your recliner and, you know, microwave. Right. And it, it <laughs> microwave, and it feels good. <laughs> it feels good to be like, yeah, we're going to flex our muscle. We can beat them. You know, I can get the whole, let's get rah-rah on it. Uh-huh. But on the other side, I'm like, 
but we don't really need to to like get into any wars like you know it's a fine line you don't want to get bullied i'm happy with trump not being bullied the way obama was trump is like you're not doing nothing to the united states i love that aspect of it mm-hmm. and i get the whole well he was a tyrant he was doing crazy stuff take him out but let's tread lightly because it doesn't take much to get a big conflict going especially when you talk about china and russia and their interests and other countries over there it's just it's a whole big mess do you see what i'm saying so it's really hard for me to have a very solid take on it because it's such a beast and it's it's got moving parts so i don't really even know enough to do you think that there's there's certain powers that are pushing towards certain what uh, certain powers uh that are pushing towards that conflict yeah, yeah, I think that there's definitely uh, there's definitely some shadow diplomacy going on. I mean, that's all been but confirmed, you know, with your John Kerry's and Obama's and stuff. There's a lot of shady undercurrents to this whole thing. So I could definitely see them trying to inch us closer to war. And I know that there's people close to Trump that are probably feeding him misinformation. He probably should have never hired John Bolton in the first place. He's still got Mike, Mike Pompeo on the payroll like there's just too many people around him that are but we have all this new equipment like we've got to break it in <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> i know right break it in my guy but just at the same time see if it works it is what it is though like if iran wants to get gangster i mean there, it won't last long that's the thing if it came down to like all right we're at war with iran no, who's really gonna break a sweat over it? it's just like man there's gonna be lost lives it's wasteful all that stuff do you but think it's like would join in Join, I don't know, man. Party? This is my first time actually even experiencing this. You know, back in the day when Bush took us to war, I was a kid. I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. And nothing, and because this is the thing that a lot of Americans don't realize, but they know it. There's no bombs that are going to go off over here. Everything that happens is going to be over there. So it's that much easier to be like, yeah, we're at war, whatever. I don't care. That's because your daily life isn't going to change. There's a certain disconnect there. Right, there's a huge disconnect, you know, like if you lived over there, you'd be like, Whoa, hold up, I just bought this house. Let's chill, pump the But if you think if they if you think that they know that it's it's just gonna be game over, why that's the thing that's that's like conflicting with me. It's like, yo, if you know you can't win this, then what like I understand why why you would like, you know, poke the bear or whatever. I think it might be that they're pushing buttons. They're trying to see what they can get away with. Because you remember what they were doing with with Obama. And then that netted them, what, billions of dollars in cash? So they're probably just testing their limits. Kind of like with North Korea. Like, oh, I got a Christmas present for you. I'm going to continue testing missiles or whatever. I think they're just just playing for leverage, you know? Jockeying for position. That's what I think it is. It's kind of like a chess match. But again, I don't. There's only so much I even know about this. I'm, I'm geopolitics is not in my wheelhouse at all. I just think logically, like let's stay out of war, let's spend money here. But if somebody's threatening us, if somebody's killing our citizens, then let's do something about that. But let's not declare war, you know. So I don't know. What do you think? I think the whole whole situation is very interesting. <laughs> I think it's very very interesting. Because I, I think there's a lot of powers that be or a lot of people who are controlling, uh, you know, certain puppets are inching towards that. Because I'm just, 
I when it came to me, when it came to even the the reasoning behind taking out Soleimani, I was just like, eh, I don't know if I'm buying that one. I don't know if I'm buying that one. I got some flack. I got some flack. I did, but I was like, the reason was he was uh was an imminent. He was an imminent. He was planning an imminent attack, uh, towards American diplomats and whatnot. I'm like, okay, but this isn't his first attack that you guys have known about. So what about this attack made it so overwhelming that it, you know, the only the only outcome, the only uh, option was to take him out. So yeah. I'm just like, mm, mm, yeah. I feel like certain people are just itching, cruising for a bruising. Yeah, so yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know how much of that is influencing Trump because the thing how I see it is one way they can do it is just you know they know Trump isn't you know one to be pushed around so they can use that to their advantage if that's what they honestly want is to go to war you'll be like oh look look what they did trump you gonna you gonna do anything about that yeah <laughs> and trump is like oh hell yeah we're gonna nuke him <laughs> <laughs> right it'll be some disproportionate just like yo he he really went there whoa so yeah. that's why i'm always you know interested in just 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 observing because even you have the people who are just 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 pro everything? She's like, yo, y'all need to y'all need to chill. <laughs> yeah, and that, that's down. and that's why I can't really have too strong of an opinion on it because I'm collecting data right now. I want to make an informed decision. Mm-hmm. I can't just take a stand and be like, yes, I am pro Trump every step of the way. I don't care if he wants to pass red flag laws. I don't care about this legislation for Israel. I don't care. There are people like that. They just they yeah. just. Tunnel vision. Trump, Trump, Trump all day. I'm pro-Trump, but I'm pro-America. Do you think it's gotten worse, though? You think? I feel like it's gotten way worse. Yeah. Way worse. Those individuals, because I'm just like, what? That does what? Like, banning vapes and stuff like that. I'm like, what? I don't... What? <laughs> I know. I, just, what? I don't Meaningful understand. background it. checks? I'm like, what? That, but it seems like it's, it's, it's gotten so polarizing. I, I definitely think a lot of that, or at least partially... Uh, has to deal with just who Trump is, who he is as a character, how he's just naturally polarizing. But I'm just like, yo, no, you can't just give someone a blank check like that. <laughs> like you wouldn't do that to your family or anyone else. So right. we gotta hold hold them accountable to what you you know you, you're supposed to be doing. Like, right. That's cool. You doing all that? That's that sprinkles. But where the where's the ice cream? <laughs> Don't give exactly. me sprinkles. Give me the ice cream. Right. And like the opinions that I have shouldn't even be considered spicy opinions. You know, it's like, we shouldn't go to war. Like, when I think of this attack or this assassination, the first thing that popped into my head was, is this a deep state thing? Is it true? Just like, remember with Assad and Syria, like, oh, he's gassing his people. Well, is he gassing his people? I don't know. I'm not there. So I can't say without a shadow of a doubt, like, yes, this is happening. Mm -hmm. I support it fully. So I just sit back and observe because... That's the thing. There's so much misinformation out there that how can you really feel strongly one way or the other? You got mainstream media narrative. You got your neoconservatives that support it. All I try to do is look at who agrees with it and who disagrees with it, because it's like a pattern, right? If Ben Shapiro supports anything Trump's doing, it's probably having to do with foreign policy and Israel and our involvement in the Middle East in general. Ben Shapiro has pretty much said, we need to bomb Iran. He wants that. And then, <laughs> and then on the opposite end, I look at the far left. I look at everybody who has an opinion on Twitter, which is damn near pretty much everybody. 
most people who are anti-Trump are criticizing this and they're like, this is so dangerous, this is so bad. And then you got the media that thinks that they're slick. They think that we don't see that they're partisan. They're basically an extension of Democrats. They're just, we got to criticize Trump even if he cures cancer. We got to say he cured it wrong. They, they just, they want to spin it, but then try to do it in a journalistic way. And so they're, I'm looking at that and they're like, they're pretty much criticizing Trump too. But then there's people who just support it. Like, yeah, we had to do this because this was a retaliation because of the attack on the U.S. embassy. So it's how do you really like make sense of all of it? Yeah, I just think the coverage is always just it's it's so insane sometimes because you'll have people who are saying, hey, you're the, you know, the Iranian people celebrated in the streets. And then they juxtapose that with, you know, something maybe from CNN where it's like, oh, they are the mourning his death and everything. I'm just like, wait, what? What? I'm just <laughs> it's it gets confusing. And I think that's really man. I can only imagine what this election is going to be. Because it's you, they just lie on little stuff. Like I'll never, I'll never forget them posting that footage of uh, what was it, the fireworks, <laughs> and they yeah. tried to pass it off as. I was like, there's no way, there's no way that that how did that get through seep through the cracks? Like what? That's insane to me. I feel like that was just no, that was deliberate deception. You guys, yeah. that that's, I don't know that they're that, getting sloppy with it. Yeah, but I'm like, it's it's just it's sloppy on one side. It's always sloppy on one side. It's like if, if it's anything praising or anything that possibly can be, you know, seen as as positive for Trump, they'll they'll be extremely critical. But the opposite of that, they'll just say, eh, just put it out there. Go, let's uh, let's let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. I don't know. I just think their journalistic uh, standards. They waver depending on, you know, the side of the story and whatnot. Mm -hmm. and I think that's where a lot of, you know, YouTube and other, you know, uh, content creators or whatnot are, are rising. So I think people want to hear from people and not these corporations who, you know, who knows where they get their orders from. I mean, you can follow the money and find out, but I don't know. You don't want to follow it too closely. You may get Epstein. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know. Which that's I think it's crazy, though, because if you think. Yeah. Everyone's, I get the jokes with Epstein and everything, but if you really think about it, if you really, like, this is the official story. I'm like, bruh, they, this is the official, I can only, when I hear stuff like that, I'm just like, yo, what else has been the official story? And it's just been like, mm, that's not how that went down. Yeah. Just, and I, go for the, it. The Epstein thing was really obvious because of what he was being charged with and who he was connected to it's like this if you took this entire epstein story and turned it into a script for a movie and everybody went to the theaters to watch it would anybody believe the official story that he killed himself everybody in the theater would be like nah nah uh-uh that's nope. <laughs> they took him out because he was connected to it. because it's They're like a plot line to a movie get the heck out of here yeah that's what i'm saying it's crazy but that that's how that's how brainwashed people are that they 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 just believe whatever the television I call it the tell lie vision tells them to believe. I was at a rally down here, maybe like three weeks ago, right before Thanksgiving actually, and um, it was a an impeach Trump rally, and you know I'm recording the nonsense and talking to people, and this lady was having a side conversation with a Trump supporter, and she was saying, well, 
we all know Epstein didn't kill himself, and we think Trump did it. We think Trump took him out because Trump has been to that island. Trump is connected to him. Everyone knows it's Trump. And I'm like, that's like a po that like she has a flipped reality because it's like Clinton is the big name connected to it, but you're like, no, it's Trump. I'm like, where is she? Who's feeding her this? She's just gobbling it up, gobbling up some lies from somewhere. That's what a lot of people are now, is that the news can just say whatever, even if it sounds ridiculous, even if it's absurd. Anyone with a brain can see through it. They're like, well, we know somebody's going to believe it. That's why they put that footage out there. Like, look what's happening in Syria. The Kurds are being attacked. And it's like someone could cross-reference that and be like, no, this is actually a, a gun show in Kentucky. You guys are liars, by the way. They don't even care how sloppy this is because they just want Trump gone. So they're just overplaying their hand. They're throwing as much mud at the wall as they can, seeing what will stick. It's crazy because they don't understand still, or they just don't care, that the internet exists now. So all those videos of the past of Joe Biden saying stuff, mm -hmm. Hillary, Obama, people flip-flopping on issues, they don't understand that that stuff is resurfacing now. So they need to clean it up now. So that's why they're just throwing all this fake news out there as a distraction. Because, like, we've moved from Epstein. We talked about that. And then very quickly went to the whole Trump colluding with Ukraine, all that thing. And then impeachment. And now this. Now this is just dominating a news story. Because they're just shifting and moving it around. Right? What, what do you say to, to, to the people who are like, yo, you, the only reason why we're even, you know, uh, talking about Iran and Soleimani is to take off uh, the attention from impeachment. Because <laughs> here's I mean, the thing, I'm trying, I'm trying to, to to understand that that thought process. Like, so you, you're telling me the president of the United States <laughs> killed killed someone in attempts in efforts to go to war to take off coverage from impeachment. That's that's what you you're leading me. To, that's what you want me to believe. That's the story you want me to bite. Okay. All right. Yeah. I think that it's hilarious. I would probably laugh in somebody's face because uh, I, I don't remember who it was. Oh, Ilhan Omar. She dug up a tweet from Trump back in 2011 where he said, Obama's going to start a war yeah. because he wants to get reelected. And she was pretty much saying, trying to hint like Trump is trying to start a war because he wants to get reelected. I'm like, have you seen the man's rallies? Trump doesn't need to do anything but what he's been doing to get reelected. He's not scrambling. They make it sound like, oh, the White House is really nervous tonight with impeachment swirling. Like, the dude is at a rally cracking jokes. He's golfing. He's doing his thing. What if you had to put your money on someone, though, who would you put it on? On what? Somebody to, to beat him? Yeah. <sighs> I mean, really, the only person who would have a shot to beat him, just based on the fact that he's not completely insane. I mean, he's demented, but he's not like 70 genders would be Joe Biden. But that's only because Joe Biden is a recognized name. He's riding Obama's coattails still. Mm -hmm. He's compared to the far left. He's at least sane in his, I guess, ideology His it's status quo Joe, but at least he's not crazy. So he would appeal to those swing voters in Ohio, Pennsylvania, Michigan, and et cetera. But he's the only one who would have a snowball's chance against Trump. You think that you think the black vote is going to? How high do you think it's going to be for Trump? <laughs> oh, the, here we go with the black, the the sacred I think black it's going vote. My guy. 
the sacred black vote. I don't know, man. I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be black. paying attention to that because you know, for all of this like Blexit and all of this stuff, it's like, come on now. We all know what it's gonna be. I mean, with that said, I do think that Trump will see a higher percentage of the black vote. That's just a given because you look around in any what, given what's time. Number? He's getting 10, 10, 15, 20. Well, what did he get in 2016? What did he get? I can't remember. I think it was like seven or something like that. Hmm. I'm going to say he gets 12. I don't know. I don't even know Ooh, if that's a high double number. Digits? Ooh, that high? Double digits? We're going double. Double digit gonna Mike. Double digit. We're going to call you. Double digit Mike. Double digit Mike. And the reason why I say that is because you can look around in any given direction and see the black support for Trump. It's not a myth. It's not like it's just, oh, I heard Trump has black supporters. Like, I didn't know that there were black Trump supporters in 2016. I didn't even know really that there were black Republicans. I mean, I knew that they existed, but it, they weren't like on TV. They didn't have podcasts. I didn't, you just pretty much had like Larry Elder, Thomas Sowell, you know, Clarence Thomas, some of the old school black conservatives. But now you got black conservatives everywhere. You got black Trump supporters everywhere. You just got black people thinking for themselves everywhere. So with just based on the optics of it, I see it going higher. But I don't think it's going to be some mass exodus from the Democrats. I mean, people at the very least are going to question why they're voting for the Democrats. I can honestly say I have family members that are doing that. They're questioning why they support a certain policy and mm -hmm. why, because for generations, we have just supported it without understanding why or really thinking through like wait a minute wait a minute you, you think I, that's partially due to the the erection of trump i it's hard to say i think it has a lot to do with obama falling so short of what everybody had expected him to do i think that that kind of started it because at the end of obama's term second term probably in the middle people were like nothing's really changing and he's passing all this legislation for illegal immigrants and the alphabet community. And mm -hmm. he seems to have his priorities elsewhere where when he got elected, I can speak for myself. I'm like, oh, he's about to get in there and wreck shop. We get everything, you know, <laughs> but, but when that didn't happen, I was like, you know, OK, maybe this is not what we think it's going to be. Maybe a black person in power doesn't empower blacks. Maybe that's maybe it has nothing to do with skin color. Maybe it's something else. So after Obama failed, and then you look up and it's like, all right, well, it's white people again. Who do I vote for? Because a lot of black people already didn't like Hillary Clinton, right? So they were looking at the candidates like, well, what do I do now? So I think that that kind of caused the awakening. And then Trump just being a, a divisive president just off of him being president, right? Nothing necessarily that he says. That has shaken so many people out of the matrix to where they're looking around trying to find answers. So I think it's a combination of a lot of different things. You think we're gonna get another uh, black president? That pause, that pause. I don't know. He kind of messed it up I, for the rest of us. I don't know. It's it's hard to say. It's really hard to say because he he did he he was polished. He was poised. He he. He fit the job. Like, he looked the part of what you would expect in a black person. Like, thank God he wasn't ghetto, right? He uh -huh. Obama enunciated his words. He's very articulate, all that stuff. He was very presentable. But, I mean, if we're going to have a black president, would it be just like 
Obama or is he gonna, like what would a black person need a black with? Trump? That's what we need. That's what I'm saying. We need a black. We need a black Trump. Bernie Mac, R.I.P. Just a little bit of Bernie Mac mixed in. A little bit, just a little bit. Just little sprinkle, sprinkle, sprinkle some on top. A little, a little edginess. Okay. Uh, hmm. How do you? Here's the thing. I see, like you were saying, with all the the black conservatives coming up and everything. I feel like it's gonna die real fast after 2024. Yeah. Because I, I don't mean, see. I don't. Who they have after Trump? Because I think what's gonna happen is that the party's just gonna go back to. Same old, same old BS they were on. I know, and that's what I'm afraid of, is that the establishment, they want their cozy confines back. They want their, they want their uh, false dichotomy. Like, oh, you can choose Democrat or Republican. That's like, you can choose McDonald's or you can choose Burger King, but you're getting fast food. It's like, pick well, well, your McDonald's, poison. Well, McDonald's is not fast food. They okay, are, they okay. Are cuisine, cuisine of highly, highly polished... Food from the best resources and animals on the planet Earth. <laughs> I forgot. That's, I forgot you like McDonald's. There. I forgot. I, I used the bad example. A horrible <laughs> example. <laughs> McDonald's and Burger King in the same sentence. I wow. That's oh man. My okay. God, that is insane. Okay, Coke or Pepsi? They they we're gonna get Coke or Pepsi. You're gonna get this false illusion of choice that you're gonna vote for. Let's say Mitt Romney is gonna run again. Mitt Romney's my guy. Really, Mitt Romney might as well change parties. Or you're going to get some left-wing candidate. Let's say Hillary runs again. Let's say it's Hillary and Mitt Romney or Hillary and Jeb Bush. Right? The 2024 version of those two candidates, is there really a whole big difference between them? So it's almost essentially like we either need to break up this two-party system that's got everybody just in this like left-right paradigm. That's, that's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's not. That's why Trump is so. That's why we just got to ride this Trump wave. But well, I, I see, think if Hillary, if Hillary comes to the party, she could beat Trump this time. <laughs> like if she, <laughs> I'm calling. If she would just come out and be like, you know what, I'm running. I th I think I don't know. I think she'd be able to. She'd be able to take him down. Really? <laughs> oh people, man. People would be like, you know what? I can't stand her, but I really can't stand him. It would be the opposite effect of what happened in the last last election. You think? I don't know if I can imagine that though. Imagine that. I remember reading articles where like she may, she may just do it. She may just do it. Cause like people at least, at least they have some emotion towards her. Like there is like you hate her or like yes, and she's a female. Cause what Klobuchar? That's not gonna happen. Right. Warren? That's not gonna happen. For, you know, I mean, everyone's saying she peaked early. Bernie? Eh. Uh, booty gag? Eh. Biden? I mean, everyone's just everyone's just meh, right? It's like when you want to eat something, it's like, what do you want to eat? It's like, I don't know. I don't know. But if someone were to say, hey, do you want Burger King? No, I, absolutely not. I, I don't want Burger King. <laughs> I don't want Burger King, right? I think that's the effect that Hillary has, where it's like, it's a strong, visceral, just boom. Just uh, uh, no. Or yes, 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 yeah. we can. Yeah. And she's already fought him. She already knows his tactics. She does. She does know his tactics. I think that I don't know. I mean, I, if you watch I for that man, if you watch any Alex Jones at all, he says it's a matter of time before she jumps back in. Stop. Biden is simply a placeholder. Yeah, Joe Biden. I mean, Joe Biden's not going to make it to the finish line. 
I think he will still be alive, but he will be, he's, that, that, the nose of that plane is pointing downward. He is just not, it's getting worse. I mean, uh, and I then. Mush mouth. Dude. <laughs> mush mouth. He's like, so, you ever watch King of the Hill? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's Boomhauer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> America, little children. Why did he say? Yeah, that's sad. And that's the thing. It's like all of this dirt on Biden, never mind the fact that he has dementia, never mind the fact he can't string together a full sentence, Joe 30330. He's crazy. <laughs> he's, he's falling apart in front of our eyes. But the, the, all the dirt on Joe, like... All these videos that he probably at the time didn't think were gonna resurface, all those videos on C-SPAN of him doing the just the nasty, just creepy Uncle Joe just stuff. Sniffing. Yeah, just you it's oh. hard to imagine that people are gonna be like, Yeah, I see all that, but you know, Trump on Twitter, Biden, it's hard to imagine people doing that. You know, maybe they don't like Trump. I always tell people two things can be true at the same time, right? You can hate Trump, you can hate him. But you can also acknowledge that he's doing a pretty good job. And your life isn't falling apart the way that the media said it was if he got elected. Like, stock market's going to plummet. North Korea's bombing us. All this crazy stuff. Every minority's Well, you know what they say. That's that's because of Obama. He's been riding on Obama's coattails for, what, three years now? (laughs) (laughs) Right. I know. I know. It's the funniest thing is when... when Trump says, yeah, look at lowest unemployment rate, they're like, that's Obama's economy. But then, as soon as they were talking about, oh, there's a recession coming, Trump's causing a recession. I'm like, no, it's Obama's recession. You need to own all of it. If it's Obama's economy still, you need to own all of it. Well, then, by that logic, I would say, then, hey, that's not Obama's economy. That was Bush's economy. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Obama's riding on Bush's coattails, and, you know, Bush is riding on, you know how that works. Uh, Obama, you know who could jump in and instantly shoot to the top? Michael, Michelle, Obama? Don't, don't stop it. Michelle, <laughs> you think? Yes, because think about how popular she is. You know all the, all the white liberal women just love, I love that strong black woman, black, Michelle. Black, black and a woman? Yeah, black woman. Her last name's Obama. You have to admit, if she jumped in the race, she would instantly be the front runner, instantly. And that black vote... Mm, yeah. I, you know what? Oh. What about Oprah? What happens if we exchange uh, Michelle for Oprah? Oprah, I think, would not... First of all, Oprah is not presidential material at all. Oprah's way too just like... She has no... She's just kind of like bland. You know, Oprah's like, eh. You gotta have some fire. Could you imagine Oprah trying to debate Trump? I could. I just can't even... I could see Michelle. I could see... I think, she, I think she has it in her. Because she was really? she, she was the talk show host. The only problem with Oprah is is Oprah is has a at least to my knowledge, it could have changed with all the Weinsteins and all the dirt that's come out since the election. But as far as I know, Oprah has like a clean image. She's like wearing a white gown. She's just perfectly just clean, perfectly clean. So the only thing that can happen is she can get dirty from there. So oh, she you can think only some get dirt's gonna come out in Oprah? I think something would come out on Oprah. I mean, <laughs> at, how could Oprah know all of these people that are doing all this sick stuff? How could she know them and not know any of it? How could she not? Yo, how could you not know? You, yo, that's, I would honestly want her to run just so I could find out what the dirt was. Right. Yo, that would be crazy. Because I, I remember, what was it? Someone was saying that she was like recruiting people for, for, for Weinstein. And- <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Right, that came out. Oh my god, it'd be game over. It'd be. But the thing is, she'd be able to call the racist card. Well, they're they're just attacking me because I'm a black woman and whatnot. Yeah. I think that would hold up. That would hold up. Yeah, but it wouldn't. I don't think it would stand because it's like you're a black. You're the richest woman in the world. Yeah, but I, exactly. So, so I it's like, I like been victimized. Get out of here. Money talks, man. I don't I don't know how many attacks would actually come to fruition. Because like, yo, you gonna attack a billionaire? <laughs> what's his what's his name? Who's uh who's the billionaire currently in the Democrat? Well, there's two. Uh, there's uh Bloomberg, uh, right, isn't it? Bloomberg and Tom Steyer, both of them. Oh, Tom Steyer. <laughs> what where did he come from? I remember those commercials like on they would have him on YouTube. It's like mm -hmm. I'm Tom Steyer and I'm we're we need to get him out. Impeachment. Mm -hmm. He was all yeah. about impeachment. Wasted so much money. I was like, bruh, that yeah. must be nice. Yeah, that must be nice. He's pissing away his money. I, I want to be able to do that. Just just, <laughs> do, just just come out with an ad. You know, it's uh, impeach Trump. Just right. run a few million on there. Right. Like, when you what? have so much money that you could be like, you know what? I think I'm going to run for president. I'm going to just throw right. my name in the hat. Right. Just obviously, you know what? I've been, <laughs> I've been casually. I, I think I could run for president. Wait, what, what do you mean? What are your qualifications? Yeah, I'm a billionaire. Right. I mean, I got the money to, to run the ads, to, right. the campaigns. That's interesting. That is so, I don't know, man. I don't know. You think it's going to be tight? Not really. I mean, it, it really all depends on the candidate. I think if it's Biden, yes, some of those battleground states will be heavily contested. Mm -hmm. I do think Trump squeaks out a win over Biden. Anybody else, he's crushing them. Bernie, Warren, if they even make the, if they get the nomination, Trump will wipe the floor with Bernie in a state like Florida. Florida's a swing state, yes, but it's swing state in the traditional realm where the Democrat and Republican candidates aren't that far apart. Bernie is over here talking about free this, free that, ice cream for everybody. Everybody gets oceanfront property in Florida, free health care. Yes, Heal please. Here. People I already said my, my to plan keep their money. What? My plan of attack, if Bernie gets the nomination, I'm voting for Bernie and then going to Africa. I got my passport. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got connects in Africa. I've been, I've been learning the language. I'm in, I'm, I got it. I'm set up, man. Oh, hypocrite Bernie. This dude, man. Remember when he was, he's talking about, we need to pay a healthy, livable wage in this country. Come to find out this dude ain't even paying that to his campaign, his campaign staff. He had to cut people. <laughs> he had to cut people and cut hours. I'm like, so Bernie does understand economics. That's hmm. hilarious. I was dying. Yeah. Cut people. It was like, who was, it was, it was it's similar to like when Nike, I think it was Nike, how they were talking about, uh, uh, you know, the, the glass ceiling for women or whatever, and they get paid, paid less than men. And then people ask, well, is that true of Nike? They're like, no, everyone, uh, everyone, <laughs> everyone gets paid uh, according to the, you know, their experience or knowledge or whatever. There is no, that doesn't happen here. So I'm like, it doesn't happen when the biggest companies in the world. I was like, then they start asking Apple. Apple's like, no, that doesn't happen here either. <laughs> and then they, it's just like, you guys are a bunch of hypocrites. And the thing is, the beautiful thing about that is like, yo, it's marketing. I get it. You just you ride the wave. It's like, oh, this is what people like. Well, let's put them out there, slap a Nike symbol on it, and get them to buy it. Right. That's Hilarious. all these people are. Just just straight up hypocrites. Hypocrites. Makes it very easy to call out. I mean, they did. I mean, it was smart move with, with Kaepernick. Smart move. Because yeah. didn't his shoe just release or something like that? Yeah, I saw um, Chameleon Air. Remember him? 
Chameleon. Oh, yo, right. Catch me riding dirty. Yeah. Riding He's dirty. like, I saw him uh, with his shoes. Somebody posted on Twitter. He's got a video with the shoes. They're ugly. I'm not just saying that because I'm against Kaepernick. I'm saying because the damn shoes are ugly. Chameleon yeah, is like, man, his person. shoes just came. And, his, you know, his face yeah. is on the back of it, isn't it? Yeah. Nah. With the apple. I'm like, like, how do people on, not man. see through this? What a narcissistic prick. Really? <laughs> you gonna have your face, his afro. I was like, no wonder. No wonder you start growing out that afro. I'm like, bruh, get out of here. Right. When you see face. him, he's like a grifter of the highest order. Like, you can see it in his face. He knows that he's scamming people. He knows it. He knows what he's doing. That's the crazy thing is he is getting over on so many people. And he's acting like a martyr. I'm just so, man, I'm just, I took a, I took a knee to take a stand. And I just, I, I risked it. What is, what was the Nike campaign? Like stand for everything, even if it means you lose everything yeah, or something yeah. like that. Stand so, for something. If you lose, even if you lose everything or something. And I'm like, like that. this fool only gained. So I don't really know. Genius what he though. Genius. Yeah. I got to give it to him. That's genius. I don't think he was the genius behind it. It was probably his girl or something. <laughs> it was yeah. probably. Baby, do this and then do that. But I was like, yo, that is mad genius because he signed up with Nike making millions. I'm like, is, is, doesn't Nike, don't they work with the NFL, the same company that, you know, apparently, you know, colluded and gave you the boot and everything? It's like, yeah, man, it's all about yeah. the business, man. It's all, all about, about the business. business. Grab That's the bag true. at any cost. That's how great America is, right? You can grift your way to millions. You can do whatever you want. America's that damn great. That's how great it is. Say, do it. Get get your millions and then reinvest in whatever you want to reinvest in. That's how I thought everyone was going to do it. It's like, yo, if you want to do that, do whatever you want to do. Okay, fine. And then reinvest. What do you say about, uh, what's your take on reparations? Uh, I don't think it's going to happen. I mean, my opinion on whether it should happen is less important than the fact that it's not going to happen. Like, even if I were for it, if I were like, yes, we need to get it, it's 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 not going to happen. And if they were to somehow get it to pass and get it signed by the president, I'm like, okay, there's a 90% chance that I'm going to be paying myself back. <laughs> That's just how it works, man. And it's like, I think we have this idea in our minds that, like, in the black community, that reparations kind of signals, you know, that a debt has been paid and that a wrong has been righted in a sense. Mm -hmm. But I don't think it moves the needle in terms of bettering the black community. I think a lot of people might have it in their mind, like this is a good start to get it going, but it's like, there's so much more that needs to change. I'm like, it just, that's a whole nother topic essentially because the <laughs> reparation thing, it kind of died down and it really only, came back up because it's election season. It's, mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's the truth. It's Nobody talks about it anymore. It was a campaign promise. Of course, when we get down to the nitty gritty, oh, someone like Elizabeth Warren, if she got the nomination, she'd be like, yes, we're going to give reparations. We're going to form a commission to study it. And then we're going to look at it from this angle and then that angle. It's just a way to kind of skate by, like, come on, black vote. Come on, black vote. It's like dangling a carrot in front of our faces. You, so think, I, I just, you think that's like... That's it's a, it's a pipe dream. It's kind of like asking someone, hey, if you could fly, where would you go? I was like, well, I mean, if I could fly, yeah. But it's like, mm, that's not, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's not happen. Right. It's like, it's not, in my opinion, it's not a tangible. It's not something that 
can mm. actually get done because the people who are lobbying for it, they're not, they're, they're, they're self-interested. They're focused on their objectives, their goals. It's not about bettering anybody. And then it's like, not every, not every black person is going to get it. People forget that's about that. That's going to be the fun part though. <laughs> not <laughs> everybody's getting that's it. What I, oh my God. I can't wait. That's going to be the fun part. That's why I'm like, Oh yes, please. That would imagine that. I think that would bring about just even a deeper divide. That would be hilarious. Yep. Um, now you have those. Oh, he's he's a he's a reparations baby. Oh my God, I'm sorry. Sometimes I just want to see the world burn. I just it made, <laughs> maybe it's just me. It's like when it comes to Bernie, I'm like, you're getting my vote, Bernie. I want to see the the absolute horror you bring upon. Like when it came to Trump, I was like, you're getting my vote, Trump. I can't. Like when he was doing the debates and everything, I was like. Absolutely, 100%. I just find it funny that all of his, you know, a lot of the people who are really anti-Trump have just somehow grown, somehow just blossomed into, well, pro-Trump. Like, wait, you guys are the same people who are talking about this and this and this and that. I was like, for me, I thought Obama, uh, when it came to reparations, you know what would be awesome? I'm sorry, I'm all over the place. But if Trump were to do reparations or something like that, and then have the Democrats, because you know they, they fight against anything he does. So he's like, you know what? Let's do it. <laughs> and the oh, Democrats are like, hold up, hold, wait, wait, hold up, Trump, hold up. See, he's, he's a racist. Like, oh my God, I think that would be the ultimate, ultimate chess move. Like, yeah, find out. Imagine, how do you oppose that? How do you, being a Democrat, oppose that? Like, what's your spin? Right. right. And, and what, what are the people who are just, so anti-Trump, what do they do with that? You know, your run-of-the-mill people, what do they do with that piece of information? They are so committed beyond any reasonable doubt that Trump is a racist. Like, I just know it in my heart of hearts, Central Park Five, everything you said, call on Marosa a dog, whatever they have in their mind to kind of solidify, like, permanent Trump is racist. I believe this forever. It will never change. And then Trump's like, hey, man, I believe I'm support reparations. I do. I support. Bro. I think I think it's like a short circuit. It's like can't compute. Beep, bop, boop. I think I think, <laughs> you know, the shift where blacks started voting Democrat. I think this that shift would change to blacks started voting Republican. Mm-hmm. I think that's what would happen. I think it would be that big of a tie because there'd be no way the party would be able to go back. There'd be no way like, yo, you guys are the party of reparations. Like the Democrats were the one that did it, but you guys are the ones that actually implemented it, right? They were talking about because it's because of what was it, Lyndon Johnson? It was like, nah, y'all ain't getting anything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not yeah, oh, Lyndon. No, 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 Andrew Johnson. Oh, I get the Andrew Johnson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like you ain't getting nothing. Nothing. Give that back to the, the to the plantation owners. So I would think it would. I would think the Democrats would be like, you know what? Let's fix that. Let's right that wrong. But to have Trump do it, oh my God, it'd be glorious. Because he's already said, what do you say? Uh, one of his speeches, like, yo, you guys built this country. I was like, what? Did Trump just? <laughs> did Trump Democrats just say don't that? even acknowledge that. Democrats Ooh, don't even acknowledge that. I was like, no, he didn't, bro. I think that would be the biggest, biggest chess move ever. Because here's the thing: it, what they were actually offering was not actual operations; it was to study it. To study how it be, you know, how it could possibly work out, and what were the the impact, and you know, all that, for him to be like, you know what, let's study it, let's do it, bruh, that would, mm. I say right. it'd be game over. I say it'd be game over. That's how you probably get double, triple digits, because like, yo, I know you want to talk about 
the prison reform and all that. I, I, I get you. I get you. But when it comes to that, I think that's a, that's a that's a soft spot with a lot of people. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. That would uh, that would definitely um, raise some eyebrows. And I think it probably people would he would probably he might lose some support there too. That's from also the, fis- the crazy part. Yeah, the fiscal responsibility, the fiscal aspect of it. The people like, well, hold up a minute, wait a minute. There's that piece of it. There'd be people leaving. Hey, instead of giving money to Saudi Arabia or whatever, just give it to us. Instead of, instead of giving them the I mean, right? They were there were some there were some Arab slave ships going on. So I'm like, yo, it's not like they they're not without blame. So I'm like, yo, just give us just give us uh, the, the trillions of dollars that we're giving to to foreign aid everywhere. Like, yeah, yeah, so just, you know, shoot us uh, a few bills or some property. You know, I'll take you know, I'll take a. I'll take, you know, uh, an apartment complex and a Bugatti there. Right. I, 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 say, I say that's fair. Okay, then maybe like a Big Mac meal. That's, that's <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not greedy. I'm not greedy. I'm just saying. Mickey D's. Hey, Trump Trump does like to feed McDonald's to black people. Remember that? No, no. <laughs> I never understood that. I never understood why people were wilding out. Oh, my God. He brought some to the White House to feed a McDonald's. I'd be like, yo. They're eating like kings. Did you not see all the food they had? I mean, even the the quarterback was like, "Yo, we liked it. We enjoyed it." It's just, it's. I don't know. I don't know if we can make it another four years, man. I don't know, man. I may have to tap out. <laughs> it's just, it's only gonna get crazier. It really is. It, it's. This is. We're only six days in. We're only six days in, and we got this, this nonsense going on over there, on top of the impeachment thing, and it's only January sixth. You know, you think back to last year, right? Think mm-hmm. about the first three months of the year. You had Covington Catholic, you had Ralph Northam, you had Jussie Smollett. You had a bunch of garbage that they threw out there to try to stir up division and chaos in the country. And now they're like, well, we got to, this didn't work. Those YouTubers, they debunked all this stuff. We got to do something. We need to start 2020 with an explosion. Do you That's think it's going to be an attack on on like social media and whatnot? An attack on social media? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah, it's been going on, bro. I've, I've been feeling it. I've been feeling that heat. I've been sitting at thirty nine thousand subscribers for months, months. It goes yeah. up ten, goes down nine, goes up eleven, goes down uh, ten. It's just. I'm not even lying. I've had that. I've had people email me like, "Yo, I was unsubscribed. I had to subscribe back to you." I was like, "Yo, how did I go from here?" To here and now I'm fluctuating. I'm like, mm, something, something's not right here. Yeah, but I, I, I think that's interesting. I think that's gonna be interesting how that plays out come the election of how how stringent they're gonna get of what you can't say, what you can say around election season because you know it's gonna. It's man, I just it's getting don't know. worse. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. some shady people out there. They don't. They don't want to say anything. They're moving. They're they're shrinking the Overton window. You're not allowed to think this, say that, and it just gets worse and worse and worse. And people applaud it. They stand on. They cheer it on. They're like, yeah, it's censor them. Backlash, though, don't you? I think these people are gonna be like, yo, enough is enough. I mean, potentially, it, it's gonna take people who hold the popular opinion, right, the left wing opinion. It's gonna take a lot of them getting censored, getting tripped up in the algorithms, because. The YouTube al- algorithm can't sense what your political beliefs are. It's just responding to what you say, which is obviously a reflection of that. But still, if you're saying certain buzzwords, the result's going to be the same for you getting algorithmically demoted, losing subscribers, getting demonetized. 
then they're going to see like, well, damn, actually this thing that I was clamoring for can club me over the head too. They think it's a weapon right now. Like, yeah, we can just bludgeon all the Trump supporters. They censor them. Do you think they should just stop all like political ads like, uh, like, uh, Twitter did? I don't really, I don't really see the point in that because a there's one, it's one thing if you want to go through the correct avenue to pay for an ad so that it's strategically placed in a, someone's timeline. That's kind of outdated in my opinion, because think mm. about Trump. Like, do you think if they blocked all campaign ads, that's going to affect Trump? He is a campaign ad. All he has to do is tweet <laughs> out a video and people like, uh, what's his name? Ben, is it Ben Garrison or whoever it was, whoever it is that makes those memes mm. and gifts and all that. That's an, that's an ad right there. A meme is an ad. So you create a meme, you send it out, you share it. It reaches more eyeballs than it ever would if you were going through Twitter. So it's kind of like, what are they doing other is than the hurting their own pocket? To use memes, though. Yeah, I think he is. He is. I mean, did Obama use? memes? I don't remember Obama using memes. I don't think memes were popular then. I think they started to become popular in his second term, but he wouldn't have needed to use them. They weren't popular in 2012 when he was running. I know that for a fact. People barely had smartphones around that time. I was working at uh, Verizon during that time, and people would come in and upgrade from a basic flip phone to an iPhone. So let alone the internet, memes, and all that stuff. So I think Trump is actually the first president that has used memes and videos and YouTube and all that stuff to push his campaign forward. And it's brilliant. He set the tone. He's the first president to ever do it. But I guarantee you, every president after is going to use some form of that. They're going to evolve. They can't go back to the... That's why it's so funny to see Tom Steyer and uh, Bloomberg advertising on TV so much. I'm like, you're lucky I just so happened to be watching the game. That's why I saw your stupid commercial. Mm. It's like people are advertising and doing this online now. It's all on the internet. So it's weird to see somebody take out some space. We're going to see them during the Super Bowl. But... To see it on TV just feels archaic. Yeah, I think I would think the Super Bowl ads are probably quadruple in price. Because, like, I'm not going to – I don't watch TV, like, at all. But I would turn it on for the Super Bowl just so I so, – just so I'm in the know, right? Just because I enjoy watching it. I don't really follow it, but I'd just turn it on. So I I would think, yo, regular regular viewing of programs or shows have probably has probably plummeted or has gone – seen a, a steep decline – so they're expecting. Actually, I don't know. Maybe it depends who's in the Super Bowl. Not the Patriots. <laughs> That's all what? I know. It's not going to be the Patriots. Are you serious, bro? You don't know that they lost. They lost. No, I didn't hear. What? What do you yeah. mean? Who'd they lose to? They lost to the Titans on Saturday. Stop Tennessee Titans. It. You for and real? Everybody. Yeah, everybody kind of. Not everybody, but a lot of people saw it coming because they just haven't been the same team. So they're not going to be in the Super Bowl. They're, um, there's a couple. Uh, the, the Saints got taken out, too. So it's probably going to be the Ravens and I don't know who else. But it's not going to be the Patriots in there. Oh, I'm hurt. I'm hurt. I was a Patriots fan. I'm hurt. I got to switch gears real quick. Go for it. Do you think that there will be a black leadership summit in 2020? <laughs> a black leadership summit into I don't see why not. Young black leadership summit held by and what do you think that's going to entail? The turnout. What is that going to be? Cuz I was at the last one 
And it seemed to me like there were less people there. There were less notable people there for sure. But yeah. as far as volume, it was in a bigger room, so it was hard to really tell if there were more people or not. It looked like it was less people. But I know that the attendance... At Here's least the thing. When it comes to like Black off. Leadership Summit and all of that, because I know that's held by TPUSA, um, mm -hmm. I think what needs to happen is that needs to be taken over by, by Blexit. That's what I think. Uh, mm -hmm. But I don't know how Blexit is funded. That's the thing. I'm all about Black money funding black programs. Because if it's not your money, then you don't really have a say-so. And I exactly. saw that firsthand. <laughs> I saw that firsthand with, with the last Black Leadership Summit. They were like, yo, uh, the person who's paying for this food says the time to eat is over. Y'all need to head back. So I'm all about, like, it's all about the donors and everything. Mm -hmm. So I just, that's my issue with it. And I'm like, I get it. Um... How I see it, it's just it's more of a it's it's recruit it's recruitment for the Republican Party. Or I won't even say Republican Party, it's recruitment for Trump. And I'm cool if that's how you want to put it. Uh, but I thought it was gonna be something else. I thought it was gonna be because what I had always wanted to do, what I'd actually like to do, uh, is is to fund like a like a black empowerment uh, seminar or event where you go there. I mean, white people and everyone can come too, but it's, you know, you can be frowned upon. <laughs> and what are you doing here? Okay, I'll fight. Just, um, but where you go and have like entrepreneurs or marketers where you teach people skills, right? Because, I mean, I know people are like, well, why can't we have, you know, a white empowerment? Go for it, knock yourself out. But last time I checked, you guys keep looking at us, talking about, well, the homicide rate and all this. Y'all keep pointing fingers at us. So when we try and actually better ourselves or better our people, then you want to be like, well, what about us? Like, well, what about you can't have your cake and eat it too. Which one is it? So I would like to bring people there. Uh, you know, I'd go there and talk maybe about YouTube. Look, how to, here's how to start a successful channel. You can do this, this, and this. Have someone who's on, you know, maybe Hotep Jesus with Twitter. This is how we do on Twitter. You know, this is how I got on the Joe Rogan show. Have people, you know, real estate, right? People want to talk about gentrification. Well, the reason why gentrification is happening is because you're selling your property because you don't know what you have. Or have handymen come there. Like, yo, this is how we do basic plumbing. This is how, you know, because I'm sure many people, uh, you know, aren't living in the best conditions or they could always be better. It's like, yo, this is, the, you know, basic uh, uh, electricity or whatever. This is how you fix light bulbs or I don't know what it is. I don't do any of that. But, but, yeah. but stuff like that where you come from it learning something that's valuable, that's tangible. I don't want to hear five hours, six hours, three hours of yada, 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 rah, 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 Trump, 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 you know, Republicans, Republicans, those are the evil guys. I can't do anything with that. All right. You're preaching to the choir. You're going to have to give me something like even in church. If someone were to tell you the same, the same, some, we're going to go to, to Psalms 31 and the next Sunday, Psalms 31 and the next Sunday, Psalms, it's like, bro, there's more to the book than just Psalms 31. Let's, 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 <laughs> can we skip it up? Go to Revelations, maybe, Genesis, Matthew, something. So that's how I see it. It's like, yo, give me something that I can use that day. Whereas, like, yo, if you just change this little quick tip on Instagram, it'll give you more followers. So this little, you know, quick tips and stuff like that that can be used that can help people. And I think that's where the intentions will grow. Because, yo, one thing I always like is one thing that Grant Cardone said. He's like, yo, the best way to make friends uh, is to teach them how to make money. I was like, yeah, I, I Okay, that makes sense. So I was like, yo, if someone's teaching me how to make money, yeah, 
I'm I'm gonna help them. I'm gonna at least listen. I'm gonna show up to wherever they're going. The bare minimum. You gonna show me how to make money? Of course, I'm gonna be your friend. So it's like that's how I see. That's why I thought many of these things were when it came to black leadership or when it came to blacks and stuff like that. I don't want to go there to be be preached to. Teach mm -hmm. me something that I can use, right? Yeah, yeah. I, go for it. Oh, I agree with you, man. Because I got that feeling the first time we were there. I'm like, okay, this is cool. You know, mm -hmm. Stacey Dash is here. All these YouTubers, people that I've been watching, like you, Anthony, Brian, Logan, Tatum. Will Johnson. I was like, man, this is great. This is amazing. Bringing all these people together. And then hearing the message, I'm like, okay, this, I already agree with this stuff. This is cool. You're bringing new people to the table, but it feels like it's, it's not grassroots. This is definitely AstroTurf. There was already, there was already a shell of what this was going to be. They had the blueprint written out. It's going to be this and that, and we're talking this and we're not talking that. It was very much that. And the message kind of was the same. And then I made the mistake of going back this last year because I was taking my nephews with me, mm -hmm. you know, exposing them to different ideas. And I thought it was going to be different, but it was just like last year. It really does feel like it's like, let's just funnel black people into the Republican Party. Here are the talking points. Here's how you here's how you own the libs with some some facts and drink leftist tears. It just mm -hmm. felt like that. Like they might as well. I had Ben Shapiro as one of the speakers. It didn't feel like it had that touch that is needed to actually uplift people. And the fact that they banned Hotep Jesus from the first one, I'm like, if it were operated top down by somebody black, nobody's getting banned. South <laughs> top, nobody's getting We're going to have security, of course. We're going to have security, you know, metal detectors, but yeah. <laughs> There's going to be pat downs. Yeah, right? You ain't going to get banned. You that's, won't get you're not getting banned because we think you're anti-Semitic. I mean, as soon as I heard that last year, I was like, okay, all right, this is, there's something else going on here. But, you know, I would totally, I would be on board with some kind of black summit where we get people together and you do bring people like Hotep Jesus on to talk about what he does and help people out. Yeah. And just have it feel more like, I don't know, beneficial. Uh, yeah, I, I think the benefit of that is not only would it, it, it you completely erase politics or whatever, but if you wanted to inject it here and there, and be like, yo, well, we're good at because we're because how it's framed up is that yo, this party is for the people and the the poor and stuff, and this party is just for the rich. Well, if, and so use that to your advantage. Like, yo, we're for the rich. So how what what who knows uh, how to get rich better than the rich? So let me tell you how I got it. Like use use your negative to your advantage. Like I, I just don't understand that. Like why wouldn't you do that and play that up? It's like yeah, we are doing better. Let me show how you can do better too, and then go about it. And so if you, so it would be you know, there would be a subtext of course political ideology going in there, but you wouldn't be bludgeoned over the head with it. Right. Where where you know all the ignorance would be able to come to to the event. And actually learn something, right? Where anyone would be able to come to the event and actually learn something, it wouldn't be so much as far as political. And this is what Trump's doing. Would be like, yo, this is how you get your bread up. <laughs> we we yeah. don't need some black people to talk to black people, and you know, not everyone communicates the same. So if you have a different group, right? If you go to different places, you're gonna have to need people to talk to them in in a, in a manner that they understand and communicates with them. So that's what that's what I would really would like to happen. I don't know if they even exist, honestly. Mm -hmm. I haven't I haven't looked around, but I don't know anything that's actually big enough that's gotten attention 
in the political arena that because that's how you get votes, right? That would be the best way to get votes. Because any salesperson is, no, you don't just sell the product. You sell what the person wants, right? They have pressure points. They have pain points. Why are they here? Well, sell them what they want. Sell them what they, you know, in many cases, hopefully those two coincide, what they want and what they need. Because when, you know, everyone wants to have money. No one wants to be broke. <laughs> Nobody right. wants to not be able to pay your phone bill. So if I can show you how to do, you know, some arbitrage here, this and that. Well, there's only going to be so many times where it's like, oh, this person has taught me this, this person taught me that, this person. What is this? What else does this person believe, right? What else is this person like? What else can I learn from them and their mindset and why they think the way that they think? And I think that's a way to, if they really wanted to get people to vote, it's not going to happen overnight, right? Anyone who knows anything about ads, no one sees an ad one time. It's like I'm going to buy. There it comes a point where I think it's over what three thousand or a hundred, three hundred times. That person sees an ad before they start to familiarize themselves, even with the product, whether or not they want to get it or not. Just like, okay, that's what that is. So it's it's hmm. it's a process. I think it's 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 definitely a process, but I don't think a lot of people want that process. They want that overnight return, that instant gratification. They're not going to get hmm. that with the Black Party. I mean, with, with with Black people. So they've I feel like they've you know invited more. Uh, into into you know into the party. I'm like, yo, what, what are you doing here? <laughs> what, what what are you doing in this hood? What are you doing over here, my guy? Yeah. Uh, but those those are my thoughts. I would definitely want something like that. I that would be awesome. Yes, it would indeed. But I mean, you know, it is what it is. It was. What is your? Do you see Trump winning? Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, on paper. It looks like a landslide, but in reality, it's going to be closely contested. I mean, the ballot harvesting, the illegals voting, my voter suppression. Oh, we need a recount. I live in Florida, and the midterm elections were a bleep show. It was bad. It was really, really bad. When they had to, they had to snuff out this county and find that they were bringing ballots in after hours and bringing them in these these random cars there's going to be some level of corruption and you know cheating that is who the democrats are they cheat to win they can't win on policy we know this we know this those none of their policies match up with anything common sense reality anything it's all pie in the sky utopian society Bernie, the king of free stuff, that's what it is. So they have to cheat to win, especially with this president, because they're they're divorced from reality. If they're going to ignore the arenas that this man fills up, I've been to his rallies, people line up for blocks and blocks and blocks. They get rained on, they deal with the sun, they're holding their bathroom breaks, everything. People are committed to this president. So the only way they can really win is by cheating. They're going to have to cheat. And it's all right. It's not even some conspiracy theory that they cheat. People have been prosecuted for it, for cheating, for filling out ballots for people, doing all kinds of stuff. So I would say take that, what they've done in previous elections, and mm. inject some steroids into it. And that's what it's going to be for 2020. So it's going to be a closely contested race. But on paper, he should wipe the floor with even Joe Biden. Mm. But yeah, I think he's going to win without question. Okay. Is there anything you're excited for? Any movies, games? I don't know if you're a gamer. No, I'm not. I'm not a gamer. Uh, 
movies not really i can't think of any movies that i'm excited for i don't even know what's coming out this year what what do you do for do you do any hobbies hobbies dog i mean this i do this okay i got a dog yeah i mean <laughs> <laughs> you asked to buy the dog right I mean, that's that's do you do anything mike what do you do you just twitter your thumb? mike just, just... <laughs> Just I mean, my, my hobbies are honestly this. This is what I do. I just so happen to be making money doing it. And this is all really new for me. My hobbies have changed over the years. You know, I used to be in the sports a lot. I still do watch the NFL and I used to play fantasy football and all that. But then I moved and switched and, you know, you grow and do different things like that. I'm in the real estate now that I bought a house and I'm looking to get my next property. Oh, this guy, I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm on that. I'm on that Grant Cardone tip. I'm I'm, I'm a little oh, bit short. Okay, I'm a, here's Grant Cardone, and I'm just you know you're just just a little bit under, a little bit. <laughs> I'm coming for him. I'm coming for him. You know, baby steps. So I'm into that. I'm I'm open to all these different things. You know, God has blessed me in so many different ways, and I'm just excited for whatever the new year brings. Where did and, you uh, learn about real estate and all that? Um, I learned about it when I was still living in Minnesota. You know, I just, um, I have friends that are, well, I have one friend who, who's getting into real estate right now. He just mm -hmm. bought a property in Texas. And I watched Grant Cardone like five or six years ago, believe it or not. I stumbled across one of his videos and I'm just learning about like how the economy works and, you know, and what are the right investments to make and that kind of deal. So I'm getting a book, actually. I got a, you know, one of those Amazon gift cards for Christmas. And I'm going to get one of those, you know, books, one of those digital books on how to invest in real estate or in the stock market or something. I just haven't decided. It's probably going to be real estate. I think it's more predictable than uh, the stock market, even though the stock market's on fire. I want to take advantage, basically, of all the things in this economy while we have this president in office, because there will come a point in time where he's no longer president and things are going to get murky at best. Right. If he doesn't win this year, you think you think the economy is gonna take a dive? I, I think yeah. I think they're gonna be there's gonna be instant drop off because people like I don't know the overall confidence in how people are operating their business. They're taking risks, right? Calculated risks. They're they're seeing what they can do. They're like, well, let's play this out. Let's see how it works. If I hire, bring on these people. Let's let's set up a new department where we can do this and that and the third. Well. If someone comes in, it's like, we're going to raise the corporate tax. You're going to pay for welfare. Then it's like, well, I'm going to have to scale back a little bit. Well, I guess we won't be opening up that new department. Mm. You know, it's there's going to be a lot of transition, which transition is going to slow down the economy as it is. I mean, look, look at the, uh, the uh, Black Friday sales and the holiday season. I think they smashed records for how much money was spent during the holiday season. That only happens because people have more money in their pocket. Mm. There's more products out there, like the economy is thriving. And or they so know I'm, more people that they like. That no, too. I'm, I'm messing <laughs> They know more people that they like. They're just gonna, <laughs> I just wanna take advantage of all of the available opportunities in this economy. So I'm excited for all of it in 2020, but I'm excited to see how this election plays out. What all are we gonna see, right? In the past couple of years, we had the craziness of Kavanaugh hearings, impeachment, Robert Mueller report, Jesse Smollett. It's all it's entertainment. It's been one thing after another, after another, after another. I just, yeah, man. I don't know how people are going to last. Imagine another more. Do you think in the next, say he wins re-election, do you think they're going to tone it down for the next four years, given that, hey, after he's done, he's out, he's out? 
it depends on uh, I guess it depends on what what kind of rhetoric is coming from the White House. How is Trump going to be in his second term? Because I feel like every president is a little bit different in their second term. After they got reelected, they're like, okay, I don't need to do any more like rah rah. Like there's going to be less rallies, of course. There's going to be less. I think he'll be less in the spotlight. So I think that that might tone it down because he won't be, they'll still talk about him, but he won't give them any bait. Whereas now he's just, he's just throwing out, he's just giving them whatever. So I I think that that will help tone it down a little bit, but they're just still going to be, they're still going to be nonsense. They're still going to be people talking. They're still going to criticize every move he makes. They're going to be following him like, Oh, he blew his nose wrong. There's just everything about this president, the way he ties his shoes. I just, they're just fed up with it. But I think that there are some people are going to be so over it by then, they'll tune it out. They're going to have to change their tune because people are already to the point where they're over it. Look at CNN's ratings. What would those ratings be if not for airports, hotels, restaurants, etc., that forcefully put their stuff on TV? Nobody would watch it. So they're, 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 they're going to have to change whatever it is that they're putting out because nobody's going to want to hear it anymore. They're ready for something new. They're like... He already got reelected. My life didn't end. And oh, by the way, we can see the light at the end of the tunnel. He's got four years to go. Let's just get through the four years. They're still going to be scrambling to try to piece together their party. Because, right, didn't he come in like a wrecking ball? He destroyed Hillary. He destroyed the Republicans. I think what they're going to be focused on is like, we lost two terms to that guy. What do we need to do so that this (laughs) never happens again? I think that's going to be Man. the big focus. At least that should be. Yeah, because I have to admit, after the I was like, after the first year, I was like, all right, they'll ease up. And the second year, I was like, okay, they'll ease up. And I was like, yo, they still going. They're still pressing the pedal to the metal. I'm just like, wow. I don't know if I can deal with that another four years of the nonsense. Right. It, it's tiring. It really it does get tiring. It's entertaining. It's fun, but it, it does get it. You know, it wears on you. It wears you out. You're just like, man, they just reached another low. Yeah, yeah, 100% agree. Um, yes, sir. But I think, do you have anything else? No, just um, for your followers, man, follow me on all the social medias. I'm on YouTube is Magnificent. You can just type that in. Both of my channels should pop up, actually. But the main channel, Magnificent, you can find me there. I'm on Facebook as well, Twitter, Instagram. Come and follow me. You know, that's pretty much all I got, man. You have you have any word of advice? Word of advice for the for the followers? For everyone, for, yeah. I would say, you know, it's your best advice. My best advice is, you know, never question what's actually real. Meaning, trust your eyes, trust your ears, don't trust the swirl. A lot of people it's easier to lie to them than to convince them they've been lied to. You can go, I could go to a liberal crowd right now and say, I got a recording of Trump saying the N-word. Nobody will check me on that. You right? think because that tape is real? No. No. <laughs> I don't think it's real. Yo, if it's real, yo, what you waiting on? Yo, here's the thing. Maybe they're waiting on re-election. Maybe that's it. Say they drop it. Yo, if they drop the tape of Trump saying some crazy stuff, you think people are voting for him still? Yeah. <laughs> because because the reason why is because they're going to question it. They're going to be like, it took you guys so long to finally get the tape of him saying it. 
And with with today's technology, you have There's to wonder why, like right, why couldn't why couldn't they get a deep fake? Don't you think it would have been damaging to him long before this point? It's like, oh yeah, finally, finally, we got this tape of Trump saying N word. Dun dun dun. It's like, but I'm on my way to the polls right now. Can this wait? Because <laughs> I know it's fake. You know what I mean? Like they 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 missed their chance. The 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 hate Trump ship has sailed. The people who hate him hate him. You're not going to get people to jump on board with that. They know what they know about him, and they already have their minds made up. If anything, there's people who could jump off of that sinking boat as they learn the truth. So I would say, shout that truth from a mountaintop. Do it unapologetically. Who cares what you get called? I mean, I got called an Uncle Tom today by a white guy on Facebook, you know? I'm like, I'll take those arrows, okay? You can call me whatever you want, but you can't call me a liar. You, if you, And if you can, I, I would love to see the evidence. I want to see the facts. Maybe I can learn something. But that's, that's all I can really say is, you know, just stay vigilant, continue exposing the lies and the, the evil. These creeps, these crazies, man. Sleepy Uncle Joe's going to get the nomination. Uh, fun stuff, good sir. Right. Well, we we will wait out and see if uh, some of your predictions are gonna be gonna come come real. It's gonna be a real boy. It's gonna be a real boy. <laughs> yes, sir, man. Thanks, yeah. thanks for thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, this was fun, man. I'm glad. I'm glad you uh got to have me on, man. This is great. I had fun. We have good chemistry, man. We got to do this more. This is great. Fun stuff always. Hopefully, yes, everyone sir. everyone watches had fun. And now they can see. We're not the same person. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. These guys. All right, man. Thanks. Appreciate it. We're going to stop right now.